All right, I am here with the lovely Dr. Judy Mikovits, a personal hero of mine. She co-authored the book Plague of Corruption. Uh, she was a part of the Plandemic series with Mickey Willis, and she's just been doing some fantastic work exposing a lot of the lies, the corruption, the deception that is going on regarding, of course, this whole pandemic and these current vaccines. But she's been at it for many decades, exposing the roots of where this all began uh, back when she had her career working uh, in the field that she did. And we're going to get into that with her. So, uh, Judy, so good to have you here. Thanks for joining me on Truth Warrior. Nice to be here, David. Thank you. Well, the honor is mine, and I have so many questions for you. So I figured we would start maybe from the beginning of, we don't have to go through your entire background or anything, but just the beginning of how you came to understand that there were many problems going on in the medical industry. I call it the medical industrial complex. Um, there was, there's been stuff going on with a, a lot of these vaccines, not even just talking about the current COVID vaccine, which we'll get to. But where would you think the best place to begin with helping people fully understand just how bad uh, it really has been in their trusted medical and health authorities and the pharmaceutical industry, et cetera? Well, for me, it really started in 1982 and 83. Um, and a lot of this is detailed in our book, Ending Plague, A Scholar's Obligation of an, in an Age of Corruption. This is where Frank Rossetti um, this is really his his book, his half of the book, and my half of the book is other scholars like Stephanie Seneff, Luke Montagnier, Christopher Shaw, um, I believe Liz Mumford, Frank Schallenberger, people, Peter Duesberg, people who were, you know, going against the narrative with AIDS. So 1982, I'm I'm purifying in large scale at the National Cancer Institute as a protein chemist and a laboratory technician, really the lowest level person. I'm purifying the first human disease causing virus, retrovirus, sorry, the first human disease causing retrovirus called then human T-cell leukemia virus. Um, and we were purifying it in an open air centrifuge. It's called a K centrifuge. And then, and Bob Gallo, Robert Gallo, um, a doctor and um, you know ordered it because we were hired guns there at the at the Frederick facility, which wasn't on the main campus of the National Cancer Institute, and that's important because everybody says you worked with Tony Fauci. No, I don't remember him ever stepping foot in Frederick, Maryland, while I was there. At least not in any lab I was in. Um, because they were on the campus 50 miles away at the NIH in Bethesda. So we're assigned as hired guns to purify so many hundred grams of the first human disease causing retrovirus. In 1975, you know, everyone, John Coffin and some of the people that took that, that destroyed my reputation and career with no basis in 2011, they told Frank Rossetti that don't bother looking for human retroviruses, they don't exist. Um, and Frank's like, that's ridiculous. Humans are animals. All animals have retroviruses. Plants have retroviruses. So Frank continues in his quest to understand. He isolates HTLV-1, which caused a deadly adult T-cell leukemia. It was a disease that was endemic in Japan. Um, and there's a lot of reason for that. So we won't go into that. But at any rate, so I'm purifying this large scale. And there are a bunch of young women um, in our program. I was 22, 23 and um, running an open air centrifuge. 
And I'm like, uh-uh, that's not safe. We don't know anything about the virus. We don't know anything about, um, and, and so I was probably one of the few who wasn't married and Gallo um, and company basically said, you know, purify it or we'll have your jobs, you're fired. And so two of us, Mark and I, I won't say his last name, Mark and I pretty much slept around the clock and purified it by ourselves. So young pregnant women and other people wouldn't spread the virus, you know, through their families and through the world. This was the first human cancer causing retrovirus. Um, and, and we didn't know anything about its safety. So you see right in the beginning, the disregard for safety and for money, 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 fame, 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 Nobel prize, Nobel prize from the beginning. So we purified it. A couple of weeks later, I got a letter saying, my my position had been eliminated because then President Ronald Reagan had run on the platform of reducing the size of the federal government. So how he reduced it was he just made everybody contractors. And so we were contractors to the government. So we were standing side by side with people making less money, getting no benefits, hired guns. And um, but that was bad. Because then the government, like Tony Fauci and people, could say they didn't do it. The contractor did it. And the contractor is literally like a pharmaceutical company. Um, and okay. so this is where the, the problem started. So I lost that job. I met Joe Oppenheim and, and Frank Rossetti and ended up working on interleukins and cytokines and these signaling molecules between immune cells very quickly. Real, we were seeing all kinds and we were in a program called the Biological Response Modifiers Program. It was a what we would now call a systems biology approach program. So it was MDs, PhDs, nurses, nurse practitioners, um, everybody was the same. We were in a translational research program. What we did was translated into solutions real time. My first job was to purify type one interferons. And it was March 31st. It was the magic bullet to cancer on the cover of Time magazine. And I show that. I, I always show that cover because that's what we ended up doing. And little did I know then in between 1983 and 1987, when they closed the program or totally reorganized the program, saying that the government didn't need translational research. It didn't need to translate the discovery for the taxpayers quickly into solutions. And they just disbanded the program. It's the most fun most of us ever had because we all have a different perspective. We all have a different skill set. And it was so much fun because Frank and Joe Oppenheim were just simply geniuses and, and way ahead of their time. And then I'm just a really good auto mechanic is what I say. I could translate their information into knowledge. And that just, I was a, a natural products chemist by training. Um, I, I made drugs from plants and, and also by heritage because I'm a Cherokee Indian, a Native American heritage. And we, we healed with plants. We understood how right all the plants in the garden went together to make the body of the plants in the garden strong and disease-free, appreciating, not knowing it at the time, but appreciating cannabis as a as the best detoxifier for heavy metals that we have in the garden and restoring, getting the glyphosate out of the soil, just all kinds of fun stuff. So we, we actually cured AIDS and cancer 
all the way back then or different kinds of cancers. Um, and, and now what we're doing is reinventing the wheel and, and going back to the, you know, we knew with my PhD thesis in 1992, so 12 years after I got to the National Cancer Institute. In fact, it was it was 1987 when I started my PhD thesis. Um, and I started it, what you do is you change a paradigm. So the, the, the folklore, the, the garbage that medical doctors um, tell you some, uh, was that, you know, HIV caused AIDS. But what we knew was HIV killed T cells, killed parts of our adaptive immune response. But only one in 10,000 T cells was infected. And I don't want to say moronic, but these morons called that bystander effects. And I'm like, oh, that's really scientific. So basically it said to me, there's another shooter in the immune system. There's, there's, there's another component to the immune system that's critical in the development of, that, of the disease and protecting the interaction between that component and the T cell chain having the appropriate signaling cytokines get to the various T cell subsets and the naive T cell would in fact develop the appropriate immune response for the appropriate pathogen. And this is long before we knew about functional subsets like Th1, Th2. Th1 cells are more for, for viruses and Th2 cells are more for um, helminths, worms, parasites. And that, that literally your immune system, your innate immune system would send the signal to your adaptive immune response. This is what we're dealing with. This is what you mount the army for. And so it turned out that the monocyte macrophage and keeping the virus dormant our colleague, the late, um, I call her the late great Candace um, Pert, discovered a peptide, a simple peptide called peptide T. And it's the subject of the movie, The Dallas Buyers Club. And peptide T blocked the interaction of the macrophage and the T cell. And peptide T alone could have simply solved AIDS along with type one interferon, keep your, that's what your immune system has to make. So when it can't make enough because it's bombarded, you hit it with more. You could keep the immune system focused on the RNA viruses and not skewed towards different kinds of interactions in cells and, and you cure disease. Obviously they didn't want to know that because Tony Fauci was in all the drugs towards interleukin-2, which Frank Rossetti also discovered called T-cell growth factor. We used to call it Frankie's factor. <laughs> so, um, and uh, I still have tubes from the freezers that say Frankie's oh, really? factor. Yeah, not so they blocked that. You, you were doing research trying to use, as you're saying, natural properties to and you figured it out. You guys figured out how to deal with a lot of these different diseases that have been plaguing the world for decades, if not centuries. And here we are, it's 2022. And the whole scientific medical world is pretending like none of these cures or treatments exist. They're still rolling out more and more of these vaccines and these different types of drugs, um, like, like they're going out of style. And yet we feel like I, from my research into it, um, they seem to be causing a lot more harm than good. And here we are with people, you know, what is it? One in four or one in three being diagnosed with cancer at some point in their lives. Um, and all these other chronic illnesses that could have been prevented with that foundational knowledge of what it takes to achieve optimal health and to deal with these diseases. So 
this is where the whole plague of corruption comes into place, that, that this is really the real plague that we're facing, isn't it? Absolutely. And this is exactly why our book is entitled Plague of Corruption. Um, I'm going to choose something to share with you here. Sure. Okay. So what this is, um, is what I call 21st century AIDS, COVID. Every, look at every one of these things. These are the people susceptible to COVID. And it's not the infection. It never was. It was, it's, you know, and I write unintended in italics because it absolutely was intended consequences of those liability-free vaccines since Ronald Reagan um, signed into law in 1986, um, the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Act and programs that saying that, um, you know, the big pharma went to him and said, vaccines, he said, you've got to protect us because we're getting sued for all the damages vaccines are doing. You can see this in 1986theact.com. That's the movie 1986theact. You can find it at 1986theact.com. And it goes into, you know, what we, what, you know, the, the whole, dis, the act and how it was unconstitutional. And what Ronald Reagan said at the time is, why don't you just make vaccines? safe. And the pharmaceutical companies and, and Tony Fauci said, um, and the rest of them at the top there said, they're unavoidably unsafe. Oh, well, if they're unavoidably unsafe, you can't mandate them into, into people. And so you, exactly. so you see the liability, this is all about liability. And I put up here the 1828, this was my testimony to Reiner Fulmeich in the Crimes Against Humanity. There was a definition in the old dictionary that the, the definition of vaccination was the extermination of an unwanted varmint. Well, that would be the deplorables in our society, starting with the gays and the IV drug users and the prostitutes, because that's who HIV was targeted at as. And so what what COVID is, is an acquired endocannabinoid immune dysfunction. And you see everybody with the red asterisks has evidence of either a retrovirus infection or more importantly, the, the cytokine storm, the dysregulated immune response, that macrophage I identified in 1992 um, or 91, November 14th. Interestingly, what a date November 14th was. Um, that was the day in 1986, Ronald Reagan signed uh, the Vaccine Injury Compensation Act into law. And um, that was um, five years later, I defended my PhD thesis in 1991, which was one week after Magic Johnson tested HIV positive. So um, meaning, meaning he had an antibody, not a PCR test. So he was immune. And so, uh, you know, so he had been exposed, but he wouldn't necessarily ever get AIDS. So you don't treat right. him with ATT, you change the way you do everything. And I just said, keep the macrophage strong. So I just said, keep the innate immune system strong. So here's the creation of COVID-19. And this came straight from the mouth of Ralph, um, Ralph Barrick. And then you see at the inset, the picture of Tony Fauci there. And, and, and this is, you know, you use this Vero monkey kidney cell line that's been in our laboratory since 1962. So, or around the early 60s. So as the aborted fetal cell lines, WI-38, MRC-5, in fact, all of these cell materials, all of these um, 
animal blood, chicken, eggs in in um, used in flu shots every year. These are these are synthetic vaccine manufacturing plants. Cells don't grow outside the body. We don't just go harvest monkeys and inject them with bat tissues. Um, and, and every time we do that, we get more monkeys. No, we've had this continuously growing tumor cell lines in our laboratories for 50 years. And, and you simply wow. cripple their, the immune system and then they become a tumor and grow forever. And you just literally, after all the, after all liability was removed, they didn't bother to clean them up. And they just injected the cell line directly into people. And they brought mouse viruses, monkey viruses, like simian virus 40. And I, and I just give you the book Plague of Corruption here to, to let you know, um, Bobby Kennedy wrote a, a beautiful forward. It's more that it's more like a chapter. It's 34 pages in the front of the of Plague of Corruption. Because once he realized what we were showing you here, he, he realized brilliantly what he knew about what he was doing in various court cases and how dangerous these vaccines have been all along. Because you've got all kinds of animal toxins. You've got all kinds of opportunity for animals to, um, I'm going to just flip ahead a little. Well, I'll, 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 I'll leave it there to the modern day vaccine. Um, but you've got all kinds of opportunities for what we call zoonosis, zoo, for animal viruses to rapidly evolve the ability to infect humans. Well, when you're injecting a synthetic virus, this is the COVID-19 vaccines. Because what was recognized back in 2011 when our work was shut down was this very fact that every single one of the vaccines in use since all liabilities were, were removed in 2011 or after 2011, all of them had to be stopped. Why? Because liability returns if you can make a vaccine safer and you don't do it. So they couldn't use cell lines anymore. So what do they do? They create COVID and they say, we're not making these in cell lines. And in fact, the hepatitis B vaccine and the, and the Gardasil vaccines are virus-like particles like you're seeing here in the inset. And what that means is this is what a normal virus looks like on the left. It's, it's in a lipid bilayer. That comes from your own cells. This is why everybody says viruses never been isolated and purified away. No, you can't. Pure, purify them away from all the host tissues because viruses are parasites. They, they bud out of your cells. The provirus, the, 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 the nucleic acid sequence that makes the virus is integrated into your DNA. And every time your cell divides, they make a new virus. And so you, you can't, you know, but in the case of COVID, it's a monkey virus. So it's never been isolated from a human. It's, it's been isolated from Vero monkey kidney cells. So here, here are your front runners. And this was the 2021 paper or 2020. And it shows you right there what the vaccine looks like in the, the viral vector, the AstraZeneca. You know, this is like the J&J. &J. 
that's an adenovirus where you put a sequence that is the protein of the syncytin gene or the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein or whatever you want, and it expresses that. That's gene therapy. So what we've done now is taken, and, and you can see in the table in the inset with all the vaccines, here's the symptoms, pain, headache, chills, pain, headache, fatigue, chills. That's COVID. It's not immunity, it stimulates disease. We weaponized, we took these GMO pathogens and because we don't have liability with them, remember liability is everything. And in COVID they declared an emergency to create liability because they had to kill all of these people. All of these And people just sorry to, sorry to jump in there, doc. It, so what you've been saying is really important and I'm trying to understand this. So we had the 1986 act uh, come in under Reagan to take away legal liability from these pharmaceutical manufacturers, right? The vaccine manufacturers. Then we've got all these vaccines coming out. Your research, and I'm sure others were trying to say, hey, we can actually make safer vaccines. But if they were to make safer vaccines, then they would lose the protection of that liability act. Is that correct? Correct. But in fact, I wasn't even saying it then because I didn't work on vaccines then. I worked on cancer vaccines and things like that. Immune okay. therapy. Immune therapy is, um, you know, back in the 1800s, part, start first with Cooley's toxic. It, it, immune therapy is educating the immune system to prevent and treat chronic disease. Teach the right. macrophages how to respond better. Keep your immune system healthy. The key is is the is keeping your immune system well the virus doesn't cause the disease the virus causes the the virus is a trigger that triggers a disease engine of oxidative stress cytokine storm um, inflammatory pathways that are all dysregulated that's aids acquired immune deficiency or dysfunction if you have dysfunction in one half of the immune system you have a deficiency in the other so we can um you know, we can clearly see here, see if I can get that to charge a little bit more. <laughs> so we can clearly, um, you know, see where we're going because what we were doing is we didn't see any of this until 2011 because we didn't have okay. the technology to know um, some of the things we know now when we sequenced the entire genome. What we know now is we have an endogenous virome. So 8% of our genome is genetically stable elements. They're there all the time, expressed at a low level at mucosal surfaces. That's the skin, the throat, the nasal passages. This is why you never wear a mask because you won't make glutathione properly because you'll cripple your type one interferon pathways. You know, so everything we know is that now what we realized in 2011, you can never give another shot. And, uh, because you will never get lifelong lasting immunity. And, and yes, they're liable for everything because in 2011, rather than stop everything as we thought they would do when our paper showing the new family of mouse viruses, because all our labs use mice in research and you can't keep the contaminants. They go through the air in the flasks. I usually show a salt and pepper shaker and I line them next to each other and show you that in the morning, two flasks sitting next to yourself, a mouse cell line in one and a human cell line in the other, the salt will have little black flecks of pepper because they'll cross contaminate through the air in a humidified incubator. So it meant anytime oh. you didn't want cross-contamination of cell lines, you had to have an incubator for every cell line. And it's, it's, it's undoable. It's untenable. And this is what we realized in 2011. 
So rather than fix the problem, stop everything. Because you would have had to admit in certain people, MMR causes autism because they don't have the ability to break down three MMR viruses at the same time. Three RNA viruses, MMR. They don't, they can't do that. That's blacks, Hispanics, people that have a particular genetic single nucleotide change in an enzyme called RNA cell. And that's our first book plague because RNA cell degrades RNA DNA hybrids. So it stops the RNA from being reverse transcribed into DNA and integrated into your genome, which all of these vaccines are mRNA. And what we realized with that technology is 97% when we sequence the genome of your mRNA, your messenger RNA is not translated into protein. 97% is regulatory. Those mRNA shots are going to destroy the regulation of our genome. They're going to destroy the regulation. So everybody with an asterisk, with an inflammatory disease, with a vaccine injury, all of those can be associated with viruses acquired through those inoculations over the last 30 years. So everybody with wow. these diseases should be compensated, everybody. And especially, you know, the, the kids with autism, you know, MMR. And remember, Andy Wakefield said, hey, measles alone doesn't do it. Yeah, don't overwhelm the immune system. And now we know measles alone doesn't give you lifelong lasting robust immunity like my natural measles infection. You know, so that we now know the unvaccinated are allergic. What that means is if you, if you vaccinate them today, they will not make antibodies. If you expose them to measles, let's just say Disneyland, vaxxed the, the movie, vaxxed one. Oh, yeah, the unvaxxed are spreading disease. No, it's always been the vaccinated because they don't, they bypass their innate immune response, that stable endogenous virome given by God. We did not evolve from monkeys. But that's the way the literature is written all the way back to 2001. Somebody said, Judy, they isolated SARS. Therefore, they isolated SARS-CoV-2 because it's just a variant. And I said, they said, from, from humans. And I, I said, send me the paper. So they sent me the paper and you look at the material and methods. And it said, from humans or a closely related species, Vero, monkey, kidney, cell, line. We're not monkeys and we didn't evolve from monkeys and our endogenous viruses weren't infections when we were standing up and walking around. As a 2017 paper, which I often show, ancient viruses, no, they're God-given at the end of time and they're expressed at all times at a low level. That's why we'll all test positive if you crank up and we all have an endogenous HIV. And so if you inject Vero, simian immune deficiency virus from a monkey, you're going to have an autoimmune reaction. You're going to get all of these autoimmune inflammatory diseases that I just showed you. And, and so wow. this, this is the problem. Yeah, this, and so this is what they don't want you to know. They don't want you to, and more importantly, they don't want you to know we can fix it. And we can fix it very right. simply. So loss of sense of taste and smell is not SARS-CoV-2. It's a G protein. But first I want to just share G proteins. You, you have four base pairs that make up your DNA, A, T, C, and G. 
ATP and GTP are purines. A and G, adenine and guanine are purines. ATP is energy. GTP signals the cells. So they, they all of sense and set, smell is one of the thousands of G-coupled proteins which signal through healthy cell membranes, through those figures I was just showing you. So I'm just going to show you a couple of pictures from our sure. experience in vaccine court. Let me just get that here again. Got it. This is mind-blowing stuff. It is mind-blowing. And this is, again, this came out of all of our books. We knew all of this in 2019, and they did nothing. So here's Gardasil injury. And, and so the question is death, leukemia, psychosis, cardiac arrest, autoimmune disease, alopecia, which is hair loss, um, sterility. Is that Gardasil injury or COVID? Is it Gardasil injury or non-HIV AIDS? Now we've got the whole discussion about, oh, everybody go get a test. Everybody go get a test because we've got, you know, we've got AIDS. No, you're going to express your HIV because you injected the mRNA from the glycoprotein GP120, glycoprotein 120. That's the envelope or the spike protein of HIV. You've also got syncytin, syncytia, our virus envelope or virus spike protein fused cells because the cells will fuse because RNA in the blood or the, or the interstitial fluid, all the fluid in your body that's not blood is a danger signal. And those RNases I just mentioned that some people don't, don't work as fast. Those, those just gobble it up like a Pac-Man from those macrophages, from your innate immune response. And if you inject and you bypass the skin and you don't present the virus to the immune system like God gave us to see it, this is the disease. And so here's another one. Let's see if I can make this go forward. Um, here's another one on there, um, the, the, the next slide over. Uh, this is um, this is a little boy with hepatitis B injury, and and um, and and the the courts neither none of these cases won. They said nope, had nothing to do with the vaccine. So they've driven a narrative for decades that one in a million vaccine injury. And when you go watch mm -hmm. 1986, the act the movie 1986, The Act, you can find it at 1986theact.com, Andy Wakefield's uh, movie. You can see they've known, they, they knew how to corrupt the program from something that wasn't intended by Ronald Reagan or, or, the, or the writers of the law, one of whom is Mike Hugo, who you see featured in that film. The other person is Barbara Lowe Fisher, who originally did A Shot in the Dark. Um, which fortunately now we see Candace Pert knows about Barbara Lowe Fisher's, sorry, not Candace Pert, Candace Owens, who knows about Barbara Lowe Fisher's work, um, is, is doing a series about a shot in the dark. And this is just so great because we get through the generations to show you that this is our immune system. A virus doesn't know if you're a black man, a white man, or anything else. A virus right. knows healthy immune system. And so they lost these cases, but the honest doctors, the scholars who honored their obligation in an age of corruption, they looked at our science. They looked at the cytokine storm. They looked at the disease engine and they simply said, ah, oh, yeah, I know a supplement. I know a natural product. I know something that can fix that. And um, let me see if I can get the next one showing here. This is that little boy today. 
Oh, wow. So, good so to all see. you did, all he did was recognize what we said at a mechanistic level, which is this. Here's one of the me mechanistic levels is, is this slide. And I'm not boring you with the mechanism today. I just basically always show Tony Fauci and anybody else who wants to debate me. This is the science. It's your own publications. It's your own journals. You cripple the innate immune cells, the plasma cytoidendritic cells. They don't make type one interferon. The B regulatory doesn't know what kind of antibody to produce and you get an autoimmune or an autoinflammatory disease. And oh, the immune system to affect the skins, joint, blood, and kidney who are being poisoned and killed with remdesivir. Oh, these people. And it's not COVID and it never was SARS-CoV-2. It's the injection of the synthetic virus that the hospital care workers, everybody that has been forced is, is taking these, these people with comorbidities and literally murdering them with remdesivir and, and the vaccine spreading to the infected person. But the answer for me, it's always a good thing because the good thing is we can fix it. And, and, and a quick question there, just a quick question there, Judy, is um, when you're talking about how, what they've been, people are basically getting this SARS-CoV-2 from the shots, what was it that started it all? Was it the flu shots? Was it an actual biolab created? Or is the biolab story the fact that they, in a lab, created these retroviruses and put them in the vaccines and all that? Oh, no. You, you grow the cell lines. It was always the viral monkey kidney cell. That's the okay. virus. The cell that harbors the nucleic acid is the virus. The cell that harbors the provirus is the virus. So, so they essentially, um, they, you don't create it in a lab because a virus is a, a piece of nucleic acid is not a virus and it'll get gobbled up or degraded really quickly. It's just DNA and RNA. It's just polymers of A, T, C, and G. And that makes up a provirus. It's just the, the genetic code. It's the, it's the blueprint to make the virus. It's not the virus. And so they, they made an infectious molecular clone and then they transfected it. So the infectious molecular clone is what they're calling a COVID vaccine on that last slide. It's not, it's a synthetic virion. It's a synthetic lipid nanoparticle intended to, to hide the virus. Then you, you don't have to have an infectious SARS-CoV-2. So we never, we never did have an infectious SARS-CoV-2. We had a mouse, we had a, I'm sorry, a dog cell line, maiden Darby kidney cell line, carrying many corona, deadly coronaviruses and, and um, retroviruses and other things, because all animals have coronaviruses and retroviruses in their endogenous genomes. So they recombined and all we had to do was in the laboratory, inject or transfect a, um, an infectious molecular clone. That's why they called it no -seum. Because with all the other sequences in the cell lines, they're, they're virus manufacturing factories. So that's been true. Every polio vaccine is made in viral monkey kidney cells. Oops. You, so that's this why- This is about SD40, right? That, that was so known about, or well, is SD40 now known about. Well, SD40 is in viral monkey kidney cells. Right. And yeah. And it's the 40th virus that they found and the first one that they associated with a disease, lung cancer. And so, so if there's you're, four, there's more, there's more. Of oh, there's zillions. There's a oh simian, there's an HIV, there are mouse viruses because they've been in lab contaminating labs. 
So we, I mix mouse viruses. I mix bat viruses. We mix human tumors to try to isolate the a novel virus in these various cell lines. We always use stem cell lines, umbilical cords that we transform. My job was to make a cell line, teach a cell to grow continuously. That's not natural. That's a bioweapon. And we've got all these cell lines stored in repositories and we just ship them around the world. We just ship them around the world. So is this what they're talking about then when we're hearing all this stuff about gain of function yeah. and you got Rand Paul grilling Fauci on it and, and all that about this gain of function research and all that. That's really, you're yeah. describing the process of that research, right? Yeah. This is what I've done my whole life. I taught cells to become tumors, to grow in the laboratory because you cannot study a virus. What was Frank Rossetti's discovery all the way back with um, HTLV1? Well, the first thing he had to do was discover T cell growth factor. He had to find a factor it, it it's now called interleukin 2 a communicator between inter white blood cells interleukin 2 so that factor grew t cells so then they took a um a, a man named charles robinson um and and, and um, he died of the leukemia so when they have frank disease it's easy to isolate the virus because you're already got the little bioweapon of the tumor cell growing. So all you have to do is pull that out and it, it already grows in a laboratory. But for most cell lines and for most things we're looking at, we had to do gain of function. We had to teach them to continue growing and not to die because di dying is, is what most cells do. The only cells in your body, I, I won't say the only because I don't know, um, but the most um, is, is the um, colonic epithelia, your, your colon cells, the epithelia turn over every day. That's where you get feces, where you metabolize everything and all the dead cells go. Um, same is 10 to the ninth blood cells, white blood cells, 10 billion blood cells turn over every day. That's why blood cells usually harbor the latent, the dormant viruses. And once they start growing, the virus wakes up and it activates more cells. So we never inoculated, we never vaccinated an HIV infected individual, never. And because even what we knew and what was published in 2016, again, they're reinventing the science, was that... Um, even in the presence of antiretroviral therapy, which rendered the, the, the virus dormant, so it was not spread, it was not active, it wasn't a particle, it wasn't, it wasn't producing RNA, it wasn't doing anything um, and spreading through the individual or the community. That's highly active antiretroviral therapy. Um, and um, even when the copy number is zero, if you vaccinate with standard vaccines, any of them, any vaccines, you will activate transcription. That's right, the mRNA, and translate it into protein, into a virus particle, and spread it through the community, through the body. So now they know, and what are they telling us? Oh, AIDS is back. Go get tested. No, because 100 million people just got inoculated with a bioweapon that expresses GP120, the, the, the glycoprotein 120 expresses HIV, the immunogenic, the part that your body attacks, the part that causes disease. You don't need an infectious virus if you injected it.
that it's it's just not rocket science it's simple fact and this is you know the cover-up people have written me and said judy there's no mouse in mrna vaccines they're all synthetic i said exactly because they gotta kill all of us because they got the lab workers the doctors the nurses remember in pandemic indoctrination remember um melinda gates ha 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 let's give it all to the first responders and the healthcare workers oh, right. why yeah. you've got to kill us because you infected us and you're liable and and we tell the stories in both plague of corruption and ending plague i'm i'm blessed back in 1982 it's kind of funny in ending plague the way i tell it why i didn't like to do um a cloning of stem cells and, and factor work because um, it was boring. And so I said, okay, I'm not really doing this very well. Let me have the deadly retrovirus or let me have the, the AIDS before we knew there was a retrovirus. But then I got to work in a biosafety level three. Well, after our work with the gamma retroviruses, the mouse retroviruses in humans causing associated with prostate cancer, associated with strongly associated with myalgic encephalomyelitis. This is the problem. You, you can't have a virus associated with a psychosis. Oh, start to sound like what we're doing with COVID. We're creating psychotic individual. We've already put a mask on them and created a mass psychosis. We're we're changing the behavior of people and we know exactly how to do that and we've got zombies walking around we'll call those alzheimer's patients and autistic patients you know they they live forever so this is the little problem if they die right now if i die right now um don't cremate me i'll prove to you how long i've had all of these viruses and i'll prove to you i'm immune to ebola because I mixed those Ebola bat tissues with that Vero monkey kidney cell line in 1992 or so after I finished my PhD, because that's what my work said. And I added it to the monocyte macrophage to primary monocytes from humans and, that weren't infected. And lo and behold, the difference between the pathogenic variant called Zaire from Africa and the non-pathogenic variant from Reston. I don't know how the bats got in Reston, Virginia. I guess you have to ask the CIA. Um, you know, I mean, but this is the kind of garbage. They just think we're all stupid. They just think we all forget that. And, and you know, and fortunately, there are scholars who honor their obligation. And I don't care whether you think I should be called a scholar or not, Tony Fauci, but um, eternity is a long time in hell for you. And, and we're going to do everything we can to show in the simplest way we can the the plague of corruption that's gone on since you first began trying to kill the gays the iv drug users and yes the blacks the africans so that's why melinda gates said in indoctrination in event 201 or whenever that particular film clip mickey pulled was ha 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 they deserve it let's give it to all the lab workers oh really you know from from hero to zero you, you, you commended your frontline workers last year, and now you're forcing them, your, your frontline doctors, your frontline ambulance, your first responders, you know, they're heroes until they won't get the inoculation because they know they're going to experience pathogenic priming and death. That's what pathogenic priming is. If you already made an antibody, you certainly don't inject 
the toxin and further skew your immune system and produce more virus particles because right. you with every inoculation you further cripple the immune system it's a dose response it's a it's, well, it's a interesting response. what you're saying because the whole rhetoric right now coming from the world health organization and in canada we've got Justin Trudeau here to deal with and all these other guys, they seem to be all just different carbon copies of each other. And they're all talking about how we have to make vaccine production and distribution equitable. We got to make sure the whole d discussion wasn't about the safety or the efficacy. It was always about, are we getting enough vaccines to the third world? And here you're saying this all started with an agenda to depopulate those areas really in the end. And Correct. now they're just out there selling that exact same point, but they're fooling everybody by saying, we're just trying to get out there and make sure we can help everybody, you know? Oh yeah. They're not, they're not fooling anybody. Um, and, and I, I hope everybody will, will get, um, the book, um, from Bobby Kennedy Jr. The real Anthony Fauci. I encourage nice, you to get it as an audio, which I did, um, for me, it's easier because I knew it all and I didn't want to go and add and add in. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to listen and hear and hear yeah. what was, you know, and sometimes I even had to turn it off because I didn't realize those things at that time. But you see this agenda, you see it at the economic level, at the World Health Forum. I mean, the, the book is... <coughs> absolutely brilliant and terrifying at the same time because they've known this at every level this pandemic they've known and, and and a goal even in science and medicine is to keep us from talking to each other so you know when i mean it's like you know that i was the first let's just say the first scientist in the 21st century cancel culture because I mean, literally my entire body of work, everything I've just sat here and told to you has been wiped off the face of the earth and reinvented as something else and reinvented as something else that's not the truth. There are subtle lines of truth in everything. And that's how they trick the other scientists. You know, I, for instance, here's a good example. Somebody texted me and said, Judy, I didn't think HIV had a spike protein. I said, it's the envelope. You know, Dr. Rossetti um, discovered, I'm not going to say which Dr. Rossetti, there are three of them. Dr. Rossetti discovered in 1980, the envelope alone causes disease. The envelope, get your head around that. You just injected the spike protein of the three deadliest pandemics of our time. HIV, XMRV, and SARS into a single, in a single synthetic um, manufacturing plant. You weaponized a person you're, to develop AIDS. Now, every immune activation is going to spread that synthetic virus, even through the population to those of us who didn't get inoculated, who refused. Um, and, you know, uh, knowing full well our God-given immunity is enough.
You know, we don't want to stop hugging and loving them. We don't want to isolate them. That's what they're doing to us. They're trying to get us to stop loving each other and isolate each other. And, you know, hey, kill me tomorrow and we carry on because I have every single sample, every single reagent. I've given them the worldwide. I don't care if they're proprietary or not. Want to have a little fun? Here's here's some reagents. Here's 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 a TGF beta antibody that's worth a couple zillion dollars. Sorry, Merck. I don't play by your rules. You know, so you don't own God and I don't really care, you know, so, but that's the, that's the dead man's trigger at the end of plague of corruption. That's why, you know, Dr. Lori introduced me to Mickey Willis. She said, oh, you got to see this, you know, and she told me, you can't write this book. It doesn't have a dead man's trigger. And I didn't even know what that was in 2019 in the summer. I was that naive, um, you know, <laughs> and um, so she told me what it was and I thought about it for a little while. And I called Kent up. The, the end of Plague of Corruption used to be the way forward as if somebody would somehow find Jesus and stop injecting this stuff into people and admit that they we'd hurt all those little black boys and we'd hurt all the Hispanics and we and we'd driven this this epidemic of cancer like you just said when i went into cancer research in 1980 it was a closet disease almost nobody had it nobody and, and where did we put the National Cancer Institute? Oh, at the Biowarfare Division of Fort Detrick. That became the National Cancer Institute. Oh, so we just turned the sign around and just started, you know, didn't clean up anything and just started um, weaponizing viruses to make cancer faster. And, you know, we did we did a pretty good job of it because that now if you just watch the World Series, you know, and they do their little stand up to cancer and give us money because we're not doing anything. Um, and and everybody's got in memoriam, they've got one thing in one hand and one thing in the other and a picture of their lost relatives. You know, when my grandfather got it, when I was a 12-year-old kid, 10-year-old kid, it, it was a closet disease. Everybody's like, because they didn't know if it was contagious. So it, so in, in 2009, we isolated and characterized what, what we knew by 2011 was the first, and we probably knew it in 2009, was the first family of contagious human retroviruses. That is, they stay with you for four generations. So now they know all that they inoculated. Yes, that mRNA will reverse transcribe into DNA and insert itself into your DNA, changing it forever. You know, can we detox it? Yes. But the first thing almost everybody needs to realize is never get another shot. Change your mind. The mark of the beast isn't your arm. We've got to all have a serious conversation with God and say, hey, please forgive me because I wanted to make my life easier. I wanted to put my kids in daycare. I wanted to go on a trip. I wanted to travel. Did I really need that job? That's that's not of God. You know, those are idols. And 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 we made big pharma. We took away our own responsibility and made big pharma, you know, responsible for our health and well-being. If we could take a pill and fix it, um, and just go about our merry way. And that's where, you know, everybody has to do a little bit of soul searching and realize um, we cause this. We cause this by giving up our responsibility and and not living biblically. Our God-given immunity is all we need. So, you know, we can get exposed all we want, develop immunity, as you know, from Peter McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Manol, you got right. robust, lifelong, lasting immunity. Doesn't matter 
which virus, uh, you know, which variant of the virus. Doesn't matter. You know, some of them are going to be a little tougher. You might get a little sicker. You know, some of the Ebola's actually um, don't, the bullet isn't zinc. So you have to think about some other things, but, but we have the technology and we have the brilliance in our world to figure out the natural products. We have energetic healings. We have every kind of healing. If we all just stop today, take away their industry, say, no, thank you. I'm good. And we don't have to be angry about it, but yeah, it's going to cost some sacrifice. Somebody says, you know, you have to do it to get this job. Is this job worth your life? Is this job worth four generations? Because you never know where it'll pop up. I have no idea. I'm not God. I have no idea. So just to just to get that, so people might be able to understand it is, um, it's the vaccine rollout program that brought the cancer levels to where they're at, the HIV and the corona, I guess the, the SARS coronaviruses, because they got the flu vaccine and all that. And their program of trying of telling people, hey, our vaccines are going to mitigate these diseases are literally the things spreading the diseases. So it's completely a, a, a lie. It's not it's just a total inversion of the truth, what they're telling everybody. Correct. At every level. And then with this SARS-CoV-2, this wasn't something that necessarily leaked out of some lab in China. It no. is something that's been worked. It's been something that was already brought into the population. COVID is the cover story for this medical industry to pretend that none of that happened and make everybody think a virus just suddenly went around and that's why people are dying. Correct. And they don't live on countertops. Uh, and in fact, the 2015 paper that um, that I first discussed April 8th of 2020. We actually filmed it back in late February of 2020 with the Epoch Times and Joshua Phillips, but it aired oh, April 8th. Um, yep. That they shipped, they didn't leak, they shipped the cell line from Fort Detrick. Bureau E6 that we they'd worked with the bats because gain of function was all illegal here. So Tony Fauci just shipped it and funded and paid for it to go to Wuhan so they could do it there. Okay, so that's how they did it. Well, mm -hmm. just off the top of my head, just with some breaking some current news where they're talking about all this Ukraine stuff that they seem to be wanting to dangle in front of everybody's face now, um, which is weird because that happened two days after the Canadian trucker convoy and all that went down, but that's another point. Um, they're talking about the bio labs, the American bio labs that were discovered in uh, Ukraine that apparently the Russians are going in to actually capture. Uh, the media tried to say this was a big conspiracy theory. Then they went, oh, you mean those bio labs? Oh, okay, yeah, those ones. So do you have any quick take on these labs they're now finding in Ukraine? And I think there's over 300 of them that the U.S. controls all over the place? Uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of those bioweapons labs. And there's also, we, re, we all remember Hunter Biden and his pedophilia ring is there. So right. who's really killing the children? Who's really killing the children? Mm. You know, I don't know, because, you know, my, my focus is, you know, I, I try to stay in my lane and I'm a scientist, but I do know right. those bio labs are over there. We all knew about Hunter Biden's laptop. We all know Nancy Pelosi and every single person has money in the energy companies. And that's why they wouldn't shut off the Russian oil. And, and they're trying to tell uh, United States of America, they're spreading a message of hate. Oh, every time you put that 
that nozzle in your ga gas tank. Think of how you're sticking it to Putin. No, you're sticking it to us. And and we don't we don't buy it. You know, no, we're not. We're, we don't live on hate. We don't. We're we're one nation under God. We don't hate each other. You know, yes, I hate the abominations and anything that Putin is doing. That's an abomination. But no, where's the pictures? I think the reason why COVID went off the screen is people are dropping dead here. What are anybody saying yeah. about the little children, whole families of children? People are literally dropping dead of heart attacks from that shot they were forced. Fathers, you saw fathers putting their children on the train, putting their families on the train saying goodbye. Here, you have fathers who have to have a job to pay for their vaccine injured children getting the shot hoping to God they don't die and they can detox it because they have no other choice. They don't have a job. When are we going to show that, Biden? When are we going to show that? That's, you know, murder of our people. This is this is a war on our very republic. Oh, my God. Well said. Um, I just have a few more questions uh, for you. I've had a lot of people. Okay, we're, we'll finish off with the solution, okay, to the COVID okay. vaccine. But before we get to that, um, a few people have asked me about, they keep sending me information about the whole debate between terrain theory and, and the virus theory mm -hmm. you to have actually explained it, if I understand it correctly, but there, there's a lot of stuff going around the internet, especially in the alternative circles that viruses don't exist. Uh, nothing can be transmitted from another human to another. There seems to be a division happening in the sort of freedom awake people because people are confused and they think that. Well, if we just told everybody that viruses don't exist, then this whole thing goes away. And I'm like, well, it, I, in my experience, when I got, I got whatever this was in February of 2020, I was going back and forth to Los Angeles. I came back. Um, I, I got it for about eight, nine days. It was a really brutal flu. I've had flus. I had Norwalk or whatever that was. And then my family immediately, everybody got it. Then, you know, other people had had it before me. We got through it naturally. My wife actually made me a, a eucalyptus steam bowl and put a, a little towel over my head and I just inhaled that. And the next day it started clearing up. And then I got the uh, Omicron thing or whatever, like this, this modern version only about a month ago. And then my family all got it. Everybody got it, same symptoms. So to me, I've seen evidence in my own life and I, I ran at a, a martial arts facility before all this shut down. So I saw stuff flying through my dojo all the time. So when I look at disease, I see somebody gets it. It starts to spread around. Everybody else gets the same types of symptoms roughly, and then it passes through. Um, is there a way you could help describe maybe some of the misunderstandings on both sides? Because I do see that there's a lot of problems with the typical story of viruses that we've all been told. And sure. then, so there's almost like two extremes, right? Sure. And, and it's neither of the two. It's something in the middle. I just told you 8% of every animal genome and plants have viruses because they regulate their innate, their frontline defenses, because you just said it. You get something, it inhales, you know, there are whole families of negative strand RNA viruses, double-stranded virus, you know, uh, our retroviruses are RNA, DNA hybrids as their genetic material. You know, when, and, and you have to ask yourself, and I, I try to tell that community that says there's no such thing as a virus. It's just your own body ridding itself of waste. No, right. your 8% of your genome is a viral that is in 
intended like your microbes, your microbiomes. There's 10 times more microbes in your body than cells. Well, there's also a virome which is viruses that are expressed at a low level all the time, pieces and parts, the, the, the immunogenic domain, in order for your own body to tell what is the difference between self and non-self. And you attack non-self. So anytime you get exposed to another animal virus or a synthetic virus, and it's the same thing with, with things, environmental toxins like glyphosate. You know, glyphosate mm. takes out our de defenses because glycine is a critical amino, amino acid, critical for making glutathione, critical for as flexibility in a lot of proteins, critical in a lot of things. So if you replace glycine and you don't get healthy food, then you don't make glutathione. And, and, and you don't make um, other things that glycine is critically important for do other chemical reactions like methylation. Dimethylglycine has two methyl groups on an amino acid. It's a food. And, and so it breaks down in order to, to, to run the thousands of methylation reactions. But the most important, in my opinion, because it's most of my life's work, is when you methylate the DNA, the CPG islands, CG, 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 whenever those base pairs are in your body, they're methylated in silence. That's a gene like a seed that can't be broken. So toxins can't get in there. They're silenced by God. That's, that's our God-given virome. So yes, virus exists. And every animal has viruses. The problem is, Synthetic viruses can't go in humans because you'll produce an autoimmune or an autoinflammatory response or cause a cancer. And um, animal viruses can't go in humans, you know. Um, and when they do, like you said, and they're exposed to you at the natural root, you get, yes, you get sick. And then you develop lifelong, robust, lasting immunity. Omicron, if that's, you know, they just make up those names. Those, those sequences yeah. were in every one of the Bureau Monkey Kidney Cell lines for the last, since 2011. So you can call it anything you want. You know, Omicron means moronic. Um, so, you know, they, they think <laughs> yeah, we exactly. are. You know, they think we are. And, and so it's like, no, we're not buying your Kool-Aid. We're not going to say the next time you say, oh, HIV. Well, yeah, you injected HIV and you called it a COVID vaccine. You injected GP120. Don't go test for it because I just told you you woke up dormant HIV or your own endogenous HIV, as Luc Montagnier um, described his hypothesis at Ending Plague, um, the late... Um, Nobel laureate, Luc Montagnier. I'm just thankful and blessed by God that we got that book written and had the mm. chance to really talk to him because they don't want us to talk to each other. I'm happy to talk to those people, but not when they yell at me and say, you're stupid. There's no such thing. I've read your papers and they're, they're fraud. And you know, that that's not helpful. It, you know, let's just look at the biology. I only talk about data and that's what Luke um, and, you know, and, and Frank Rossetti, my lifelong mentors taught me. It's about the data. I, it's not my right. opinion. I've never said anything that's not based on a publication. Never, except for your moronic, but. <laughs> well, it should be published. Um, mm -hmm. Well, and so that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to do with my show is, is let people know, you know, opinions are great, but at the same mm -hmm. time, 
That's not what we're here for. We're here for the truth. We need to know the truth. And that's what people want to know. And I see people turning off the news more and more. I've got so many friends of mine that were looking down their nose at me when I, I, I didn't fall for this from the beginning. I lost my business. I lost my television career. And I just went full-time covering this since uh, March, 2020. I've interviewed David Martin, Mickey Willis, Kerry Madej, um, Del Bigtree, all these other great champions that are also, I feel, trying to get the truth out. And now I've got all these people calling me up and going, you were right. You know, I know six people that have heart problems. I know this person that had blood clots. I, I felt horrible after my jab. I'm getting paramedics that are calling me, nurses that are calling me. Um, and they're all realizing just how bad they've been deceived. And that's a tough pill to swallow, but that's what the truth is. It's not ponies and rainbows. It's the truth, whether we like it or not. Um, so with that said, what are your, what's your advice? Oh, before I get to that question, really quick, you've been talking about the vaccine program. We know this has been going on for a long time. I've been asking this question to myself about all these kids that are confused about what gender they are and all of this push that's coming from the media. Is that purely a psychological thing or is there something going on with these vaccines that are also changing the way that gender expresses itself? Is there something going along on the actual physiological level or is this just a cultural attack and a psychological operation of some kind? Well, the majority of it is this psychological operation, this social media, this you don't fit in. This is you can be anything you want right. to be. Don't let anybody. Um, but at the end of the day, when you inoculate uh, a day old baby or a two month old baby with um, DNA, RNA and protein, from an aborted fetal tissue cell line that has male DNA in it and you're a female or the other way around where it has female and they're all in all the shots, folks, so you don't get a choice um, and you're a male, you're going to create that autoimmune, auto-inflammatory because your own endogenous um, system, you're going to say, wait a minute, I'm not a male, I'm a female. And you're going to start attacking the pathways testosterone, estrogen, you know, thing, things like that, you, the, the, the pathways um, that, that make you um, human and the key times that you would never inoculate somebody is during puberty and, and in the first three years of life. And this is, again, when I learned it was purely evil was when the data showed from the CDC cover-up that's the, the subject of the movie Vaxxed, when you see that um, uh, the data clearly said that Blacks, Hispanics, people of color, if given the MMR vaccine before they were three years old, were two to four times more likely to get a diagnosis of autism you know this is pure evil because all you have to do to reduce that to that of white boys and people of other ethnicities and, and girls were even lower than boys. They were half that. So all you had to do were to reduce the incidence was take that 18 months and, and, and make it three years for everybody. And they couldn't do that. Why? Liability and pure evil. And because then it's clear, you know, the racial injustice, a virus doesn't know if you're a black man, a white man, a gay man, a bi-view drug user, a woman, a virus knows your immune system. And that's where we get to the healing. Keep your immune system strong. 
Incredible. Well, that leads us to the final question here. Um, I'm sure you're getting boatloads of phone calls, Judy, as well as I am. Everybody's regretting taking these jabs. We tried to warn them, uh, but here we are. They're coming to it, but now they've got heart problems. They've got blood clots. They've got um, autoimmune deficiency problems that they're already starting to see where they're just sick all the time. Uh, depression as well. Uh, I think psychological harm is being done by these things. We're seeing a change in these people. I think it's partially with the psychosis factor they've been doing through the psychological warfare operation, as you were saying. Um, but what do we do about it? How do we how do we fix this? Is it fixable? Can we help these people that took these jabs? A absolutely. I mean, the first thing to do is forgive them, forgive yourself. And, yes. um, you know, psychological is still molecular biology. It's still protons and electrons and light and energy. We're energetic beings. Um, it's, it's still energy. And in fact, that same inflammatory pathway of net nuclear factor kappa beta, NF kappa B, that inflammatory cytokine storm, that is critically important to brain injury. And it looks, this is why we think about why things like cannabis help military victims and and football players when they get hit in the head when when you get exposed to a loud noise when you get ptsd you can heal that by restoring the the balance by restoring the health of your immune system of your cannabinoid system which is a lipid a fat signaling system the g proteins that i mentioned loss of taste and smell is is g protein dysfunction your cell your cellular membranes and those g proteins that run the reactions and we we have the solutions we know the minerals we know the various there you know my phone rings off the hook but thank god it's people who say judy i got a great product judy we got some things judy did you know about get healthy store judy can you can we and we we've tried these things and we've done it for more than a decade and this is where autism one conference the late ed aranga who who then and terry aranga who spearheaded this conference they never stopped anybody from talking and offering a solution so the solutions are out there and these vaccine injured kids led the way and and really at, at the heart of everything it's simple clean food now we can't get clean food from our environment anymore because most of it's gmo but you can go to your farmer's market um we set up um, on a link from my site, The Real Dr. Judy. I'm just an educator, but we set up a link that goes to a get healthy store. And so my get healthy store, I basically, I evaluate these products. I have great time talking to the people. And, and I mean, we've got some fabulous, especially there in British Columbia, Canada, where I'd, where I'd worked okay. for decades before um, my career was suddenly ended by the plague of corruption um, <laughs> in 2011. But I mean, the natural products are there. The products are there, energy healing, things to block 5G, which also can stimulate um, that inflammatory. We get the dimmer switch on the flame is the cannabinoid system. And, and we can grow the plants. You want you don't want to smoke it and change its structure. You want food. Cannabis is not a drug. It's a food if made that way. So, so much of what we can do. And so if you go um, to the realdrjudy.com, there right down under some of the stuff there's a little get products and it'll link you to the store and just take some time and look at it because most of them have product descriptions which say you know the emotheon the d dimethylglycine what i do every day 
um, every day that I, you know, you don't have to do something every day, but in order to avoid toxins, remember I said I was infected with everything and I'm not sick, am I? You know, I might be a little bit crazy, but other than that, I'm fine. Um, but, but I can see when I go into psychosis for my XMRVs being expressed, you know, keep them dormant. The key in my diet, the staples are a product called Cardio Miracle which is a bunch of cool vitamins and minerals, and it's made to stop myocarditis, but mostly it's made through, it's an NO, nitric oxide signaling. And nitric oxide is key for relaxing the, the endothelium, for relaxing the blood vessels, for, for making them not stiff, but flexible, nitric oxide. Um, and so there's, there's, there's one called Cardio Miracle. If you're already sick, you want a different one called Berkeley Life, and that should be in the store as well, because that's made a different way out of a different starting material to address different molecular pathways. I do dimethylglycine, um, uh, there are several, we're not, we're agnostic as far as companies, as long as you've got a certificate analysis and I know it's clean and I know there are no heavy metals and I, and I can see the formulations and try, we try the products on the most difficult cases. And I had a lady just last week, she's like, oh my God, only a couple of days of power, only a couple of weeks of power cleanse. And I got over COVID for the second time and my hair stopped falling out. When you address the pathways, you appreciate um what works and we just they're just clean food there's one called immune formula 200 and it's absolutely key it's three amino acids glutamate l-cysteine and and glycine in a single formulation it's a little powder i put in this drink this is all one drink proline greens um immune formula 200 dimethylglycine and cardio miracle that's my breakfast and i go through my day and 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 if you're sicker you might want to you know we can we can do a little private conversation and i can put together for my little brain i'd start here 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 but i'm all going to direct you to something that's already out there already qualified we can't go to costco we can't go to the yeah. mainstream. We can't go to Amazon and buy our food because it's toxic and they know it's toxic and they know that you're going to, you know, everybody's going to run out and buy zinc. Well, you can't take too much zinc because you'll deplete your copper. You have to think, folks, too much of a good thing is too much. So let the nutritionists, let the clinical people, let, you know, this, this the, the formula I just told you that is my central staple in my diet. It's my food. That central staple in my diet costs maybe $150 a month. That's the price of most coffees for a cup of coffee a day. That's not $5 a day, maybe $5 a day. And maybe your coffee doesn't cost that. My vodka probably costs more than that because I need that to sustain my sanity as well. Um, but not I drink you're a Russian one though, right, Judy? Clean. You can't have the Russian vodka now. Everybody's supposed to pour that out to stand with Ukraine now. I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> I like my Russian vodka. Thank you very much. You know, this is this... This is this, um, what is it called? This, this um, signaling, this is like- Virtue signaling. Virtue yeah. signaling. It's like, come on, do you really think we're that stupid? We've killed people. We've overthrown people governments. We just left our military over in Afghanistan. You didn't say one word about them in the State of the Union address, which, which was a lie. I mean, and now we're supposed to be happy about 
sticking that nozzle in our gas tank because we're sticking it to Putin. No, they're sticking it to us, Biden, Pelosi and everybody else. Right. You know, That's no, right. I'm not happy about it. Let our let the United States people develop these products. Stop. A cannabis is food. You have no right to tax it and put it behind a schedule one. I can make juice out of leaves in my backyard anytime I want. Then I'll keep my soil good because people will get me clean soil food like you know, from from coconut husk we you know you know we have lots of friends over the years because like we're judy we could fix that judy we could fix that and and so we and and it's been for me it's been 15 years on this journey where i went from you know cancer researcher and i lived that medical model to when you know every step of the way i kind of saw the corruption but it really wasn't until 2011 when i realized the journals were fake news that the journals were you know and if cnn and 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 all those other stations are telling you something today about what's going on and you know not one word of COVID was true, what are you really going to believe? You know, what narrative are they trying to drive? Turn it off. Turn on shows like this and, and educate. You know, go back and watch the Waltons or Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman and, and you'll be, you know, you'll be happy because you'll realize there was a day where every other word in your vocabulary wasn't vaccine. You'll understand that, yes, there were influenza epidemics and some people died, but other people just got strong. And, and you know, it just it will encourage you and, and 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 you won't live in this hate world. We just can't live in a world where we hate each other and we virtue signal. This is this is not our country and this is not our God and this is not your country. And, and, and this is not what we the people really are. We the people are loving people. You know me. You just called me this morning, said, can you talk today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, You're like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, it. do it because you know I'm traveling tomorrow and I might not be able to talk to you for a while. But you know, this is we're just talking. We're just we're just enjoying and we learn and we edify and we feel more comfortable. You know, yes. But the first thing everybody has to do is have a little talk with God and and ask for forgiveness and say, yeah, I let somebody else have responsibility for my children in daycare. You know, because I wanted that job or I wanted to take that trip i discriminated against somebody or i yelled at somebody who didn't have a mask on on a plane because in fact if you have copd or lung cancer you're going to kill yourself with a mask or any other thing all masks do damage all the time that's just a fact you know we we wear and aren't they breeding grounds they're breeding grounds for bacteria they're Correct. wet the, the people are touching, they, they yeah. don't change their things out. They throw them all over the ground. So where's all the environmentalists when you really need them, you know? Yeah, well, they were there, but I think we don't show them. You know, we don't show how much we've destroyed our oceans. We've got studies. I had that in that slideshow. You saw it flip by. You know, they've got carbon nanofibers and fibers in those in those paper masks. Those are the only ones to let you. We can only wear this one. You know, I, we pr we put on our Get Healthy store a um, a silver mask. You know, because silver is is antimicrobial and antiviral. And oh, silver will stop 5G. Silver's breathable because you don't need that much. All of them are a chain link vent stopping a mosquito. So here's a silver mask that also might do you good. You know, and a year ago tomorrow, I was beat up on an American airline plane and taken off it for wearing a silver mask and for refusing to wear really? the paper mask because I actually mm. have a lung disease. And that's against, you know, well, you're discriminating against me. We're not all in this together. 
we all have different immune systems and we're all at different levels. And, you know, the only people that are in this together are the cabal at the top making billions of dollars, you know, in in whatever they're doing. And and it's not you. You know, we're not all in this together. We're loving you, but you're loving us. It's not respectful for for somebody to put a mask on so that they can suffocate to make you comfortable. My, you know, your psychosis isn't a reason for me to kill myself. And then this does generate anger. Anytime you put a mask on, you generate two things, fear and anger. And that's what we're teaching our kids to fear everyone. Everyone's a germ. No, they're not. God gave us all these mucosal surfaces, your hair, your, you know, all these beautiful plants and oils and essential oils. We've got everything we need to be just fine. And that's what you see. That's what you see when you look at me. We've taken some of the most seriously vaccine injured and some simple natural products, some simple foods. Doesn't it, it doesn't happen overnight, but but we're 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 winning. We're we're winning. And as long as, you know, but it's it's some level, you have to have that conversation with God. And I know some people have called and and we've suggested, okay, but you gotta let us bring in, you know, our you know, psychiatrist or a social worker, because if I hear, oh, I, I can't be anywhere. I can't go anywhere. I haven't left my house in a year because it's going to get me if I go outside. I've got a lot of work to do before I can hand you a nutrition, a clean food. Yeah. And, and we need professionals because no, you know, please calm down. That alone is pathology. Well, and that not that fear energy itself causing disease and and destroying the immune system and like walking around in constant fear for Mm -hmm. two years straight. Um, that, that is creating disease more than anything else. Yep. Most powerfully immune suppressive fear and anger, most powerfully shut down your immune system. And right after that, just put that diaper on your face. It's just, I can't even do it. It makes me cry to even think about it. I have to get on a plane tomorrow and it's like, okay, just remember yours is silver. You'll be okay. You know, cause I can't, it's hard for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're at a point now where a lot of people are starting to see this. Um, if there's any indication, I don't know if you got to watch what was going on with these truckers. I can't stop talking about them. It was so incredible to see Canada just really rally around. I mean, it was horrible the way Trudeau treated it, but in a way he just exposed who he really was and it woke up more people. So we're now four times the size as we were. And now I hear there's a massive uh, trucker movement in the States. Yeah. And we're standing side by side. I have many friends in the States as well. And, uh, and now I've got people from all over the world that are like, yeah, we're starting one, we're starting one. And it's become, it's become a new thing that is now spreading around the world and, uh, it's taking it by storm. And what's really spreading around the world is the freedom variant. People want their freedom back. People Mm -hmm. want to know the truth. And, uh, that's what, uh, people like yourself have been fighting for. I've been fighting for it. So many others have. And if we keep that positive vibration going, where we're not walking around in fear and doom and gloom about what the cabal's doing or what the virus we're walking around telling people about how to have courage, how to take care of their health, how to take care of their kids, how to come together as a community. Again. Um, I myself have been connecting to people in my community that I wouldn't have otherwise ever met had this not happened. And now we're tighter than ever. And it's happening all over the place. You'd be proud of BC, Judy. It's really, uh, it's there's potluck groups popping up everywhere. There's, there's people starting their own underground groups and churches and, and, and gardens and daycares and schools. And it's amazing to see. So every time they try to throw these wrenches in our, in our style, 
we're coming back with solutions. And I think that's really what we need to tell people is this is the time for solutions. And I'm really glad you came on here to talk about them today. Yeah, there were, I, I experienced that, you know, you experienced that love 10 times over. And this is, this is what we need to do. It's just, it is, it is a blessing to be part of this. It's a blessing to know and get to talk to you. It, it is funny. Um, uh, a new friend of mine read one of my books and realized she lived next door to one of my lawyers and they both lived there 30 years. And she's like, I've seen that name before. And then she saw his picture. It's like, oh my God, small world. it's like funny, but it's good. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, Judy, you've been, this has just been incredible. It's been great for me. I've been watching everything you've done this whole time and what you've been doing is just incredible. You're a hero. Keep working and doing that great work that you're doing. I'm going to get this out far and wide. I'm also going to include you in my documentary series because um, you've just dropped some incredible information that people need to know. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for standing for the truth and for coming on this show to talk with me today. Well, thanks, David. It's been a delight. I look forward to talking to you again. Anytime and safe travels. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll catch you again on Truth Warrior. Have a good one. here today with dedicated colleagues from within the Department of Justice as well as beyond it to announce a historic settlement with Pfizer Incorporated arising out of civil and criminal allegations relating to Pfizer's allegedly illegal promotion of various drugs. In a combination civil and criminal settlement, Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest healthcare fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. Pfizer execs are now fighting for control of the secret recipe that's raking in a fortune for them. There are pockets and, and significant pockets of the country where vaccines aren't happening because of those, you know, the anti-vaxxers or whatever you want to call them. We could turn this around and we could do it efficiently and quickly if we just get those people vaccinated. That's why it's so important now in this crisis that we're in that people put aside any ideologic, political or other differences and just get vaccinated. Over 143 million COVID-19 doses have been administered here in the U.S. As more and more Americans get their shots, many are wondering just how common it is for vaccinated people to get infected with the virus. say is that we're all actually completely on the same page when it comes to driving vaccinations and making sure that we're doing everything that we can to reach people that we need to. This is an issue of, this is an issue, sir, I'm going to ask, I'm going to answer the questions of the accredited media. This week we're going to look at a puzzle of how a vaccine that was hailed as a vital achievement finds itself in a scientific 
and political storm. It has turned out to be more of a serious issue than previously thought. We're talking about myocarditis happening to some young people after getting the coronavirus vaccine. Fully vaccinated people do have the potential to be able to transmit COVID-19 to others. Breaking news from Pfizer. The company now saying its COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective for kids aged 5 to 11. There is no way to explain the tens of thousands of deaths that have been reported to um, the CDC and to the European Medicines Agency, and yet these products persist in being on the market. There's no explanation that is innocent. There is not. Any thinking person has to conclude that what's happening is a global coup. That's it. It's a global coup. If everything that was happening was innocent, they would have stopped all of the spending. They wouldn't have silenced all the doctors and scientists. They wouldn't have given this to innocent children and pregnant women. They wouldn't have done anything that they've done. They would have taken these off the market. They wouldn't have changed the definition of pandemic. They wouldn't have changed the definition of a vaccine. They wouldn't have done all the things that they've done if there was an innocent explanation. We know a crime is being committed. We know that there is a cover operation going on right now. We know that there is a willful act of misleading the public and doing so at the public's harm. We know that's happening. Judy Roberts' husband, Gene, also took the shot. Yes, I looked at that document. I signed it. Nothing on there said I was going to have a heart attack or I can get Guillain-Barre, which I never heard of. Did anyone ever come to you and say, you know something, fellas? There's the possibility of neurological damage if you get into a mass immunization program. No. Dr. Michael Hatwick directed the surveillance team for the swine flu program at the CDC. His job was to find out what possible complications could arise from taking the shot and to report his findings to those in charge. Did you know ahead of time, Dr. Hatwick, that there had been case reports of neurological disorders, neurological illness, apparently associated with the injection of influenza vaccine. Absolutely. You did? Yes. How'd you know that? By review of the literature. So you told your superiors, the men in charge of the swine flu immunization program, about the possibility of neurological disorders? Absolutely. Pharmacia. Pharmacus and pharmacos, and they're basically the same words, just sort of different combinations like sorcery, sorcerers, things like that. And this goes back to a concept that goes back into ancient history that is embedded into the secret societies like the Rosicrucians and the Freemasons.